George, I can tell your mind is elsewhere because there's a very beautiful bird in your garden and you're desperate to capture an image of it. So look, I think we should say at the beginning of the podcast, George will not be paying attention. He will be <laughs> half listening to what I'm saying, half one eye out in his garden going, oh, God, blimey, is that a jay out there? Because the country life is really, I mean, fits like an old glove. Yeah, famously, it fits like That's an old glove. That's my old glove. man used to say. Yeah, oh, God, he said it. Um, yeah, I am, I'm ever so sorry. There's, it's, who would have thought? Birds, beautiful things. God, um, yeah, who'd have thought it? Uh, <laughs> and, um. Have yeah. you come to learn about birds since being in the country? Like, would you have been able to tell me that that's a J? No, so my dad very kindly, after me, you know, saying, oh, and then this kind of bird came in the garden, but I'm not sure what it is. Mm. He gave me a book where I can, like, look them up and identify them. Mm. Um, that's and... so you. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing that I like most to do is I've, what I've done is I've put a bird feeder in the garden. Oh, fuck it. While we're here, I might as well tell you. So <laughs> somebody, I've had a bit, the, the bird feeder is just like a iron pole or a steel pole or something that comes out of the ground. Mm. And then it's got a hook on each side that I hang these bird feeders <laughs> off. And um, the issue is kind of once every hour or so, the squirrels come in. Yes. So I have to open the window, maybe give a whistle, try and scare them off. Um, and someone told me, oh, if you grease your pole, if you grease the bit in the middle, they can't get up. Sorry, can I rephrase that? Potentially, can we have an edit? No, 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 no. Someone said if you grease your pole, you yeah. what was it? If you grease your pole, so, then they can't get up. Yeah, so somebody told me that if you make it so that they can't grip onto it, then mm. they keep sliding down. And it's not only it prevents them from getting to the food, but it's kind of funny. And yeah, so, a bit mean though, isn't it? No, no. They're What's fine. so wrong so, with these squirrels eating all the bird feed? <laughs> the, well, the the issue is, then I found myself in the rain, quite cold, with margarine <laughs> in my hand, fucking greasing your pole, <laughs> greasing my pole. <laughs> and oh I woke up in the morning, and it's just been because it's just nice kind of salted fat stuff mm. that he's been licked off I was by gonna a big animal. I'm imagining like a munchak. So halfway <laughs> up, it's disappeared. And then on the top half, it's just frozen solid. So the squirrels still get up. And I think it's Maybe it's a bit more purchase. Yeah, giving them a bit more yeah. purchase. And then they get like a nice lolly, salty margarine. Yeah. At the same time. So, okay. Who told you that you should grease it up? Was it one of the local weirdos you live with? <laughs> Uh, it was somebody told me to do it. Okay. Um, okay. Someone and, with expertise. But yeah. Um, but what, what I would say is that if you are looking for, because you can get what I've seen online as well, is you can get these guns bird that nests. you can use to shoot the squirrel. <laughs> bird nests that stick on the outside of your window and they're see through so that, that you can. But I think they're mostly for kids that are kind of studying these things. So you can like, fucking perv on wildlife. Yeah, but because I, I was going to say that what I've found is to go full circle, I do find it very relaxing to sit and watch the birds come and go. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, I wonder where you've come from. Um, <laughs> and then what I was thinking is I was going to uh, urge our listeners to maybe try it out. But then I understand and appreciate that a lot of people now live in cities. Yeah. And so I was thinking, well, maybe one of these on the window vibes and you might, you know. Well, yeah. I can tell you that from my experience, the only birds we get around my parts are, are pigeons. And if we once we had, oh, God, I wish I had your book so I could have told you what this was. But it was a very cute little thing. And my cat was going mm. mad at the like balcony door screen thing. And so I think if I had a Perspex David Blaine bird box thing where I could, <laughs> the big brother house where I could just perv on birds, I think my cat would find a way to wreak havoc. So 
I mean, look, a great idea for the listeners out there, but I'm I'm out for this one. Okay. Are you sure this I, isn't I one of your inventions? Because, um, no, 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 it's not. It's not. I apologies because I feel as if we're probably further into the record than uh, you know. Hey, we're uh, allowed to talk about your bird feeder greasing the pole. We're also. Yeah. I mean, we should also just say, "Oh, hi, George. Hi, George. Good morning. It's Tuesday hi. morning here in London City Town." Um, last night, let's get this bit out of the way. Last night, Boris said, uh, no, 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 about, you know, like having a life and stuff because things are pretty bad COVID wise. So Mm. that's where we're at. It's just happened. How are you feeling about that, George, my dear friend? How are you in general, in fact? Yes. So we are back in full blown lockdown. If I'm honest, I was talking to my sister about this last night. There's something about that in my head that I find it easier to understand than the tier system and the, the you can do this, you can't do that. Da, da, da. It's like these these are the rules. It's very mm. black and white. Is it ideal? Yeah. Absolutely not. But is there it's something, there's something uh, in it for me that I'm, I'm able to understand a little more? I did, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I think when, when there's space to wriggle, then I'm prone to wriggling. Or I'm prone to kind of obsessing over, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Like, is this right to do? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, at the very least, to take a small positive from this grim situation, we now know that it's definitely not, you know, basically you shouldn't really be doing much of anything. Um, Whereas before, I mean, like last week when we were in tier four and i went to the supermarket and there's a coffee shop outside of there here in in where my sister lives and people were like just hanging out outside there fully congregating like huge crowds um maybe like 15 20 people and they're all incredibly close together no one was wearing masks etc etc and it just made me so anxious because i could just see Mm. like an animation of the little COVID balls with their yeah, little evil yeah, spikes jumping around and going, yes, 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 there's so many yeah. fucking idiots here. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Slash non-idiots, nice people, who knows. But then I overheard one of them. Uh, actually, this person was behind me in the queue to uh, uh, to Waitrose. Did you hear one of them saying like, no, no, so it turns out the cat's a robot. And it's not, <laughs> <laughs> not quite. God, I wish. Um, but they were similarly, uh, you know, cobblers minded because, you know, you've got mm. this grand conspiracy that you've, there's a robot cat um, in your neighborhood <laughs> that's spying on you. And this person was talking about how um, they're not going to do one of the government's fake tests or take the fake vaccine. And then they started to uh, mock people who were wearing masks. So I turned around and gave them a glare from behind my mask that oh, has a... Like a Paddington very hard stare. Yeah, but but to just to picture the scene, my mask is one that my mum got me for Christmas that has a large picture of my cat on it. So I was just peering over this image of a very cute cat, but with my glowering eyes. So I think I showed mm. them. I think so too. Yeah. Um, But uh, all this to say that because we were in that kind of in-between zone where everyone was being told you really should be staying home, but, you know, you can go out, you can go get a coffee, you can go do all these things. So people were doing that stuff and then they were just hanging out outside there and it looked like a super spreader city. And at the very least, this will hopefully stop that. Um, but we should say the obvious, which is that it is very, very shit for very many people and businesses and everything. And it's tough. I was kind of hoping, probably, well, definitely naively, that maybe all this would calm down a bit and we might be able to see each other before I had to go back to Spain. But then after last night, I was like, okay, so this is full lockdown for six weeks. I can't leave poor Rat A, because she's back now from the US in Spain. Can't leave her for six weeks while I just lock down in London. No. 
Um, so are you able, have you managed to book a flight and all of that, Jess? Yeah, it's it's pretty, for someone who stresses about travel, uh, it's not ideal because I have to get a test. Well, I don't have to, but this is the way it's happening. I have to get a test at the airport before my flight, then wait for 90 minutes to find out if I'm going to be allowed to even get on my flight, then go through security, then get to Spain. And once I get there, I have to prove that I'm a resident and all that jazz. And it was in the news a couple of days ago that people in my exact situation were getting turned away either at the gate in London or once they got to Spain because there was confusion about the residence documents and this is because of brexit not really because of covid although it's a nice little cocktail of shite things oh mate so but in theory that should be cleared up because the the people that were turned away shouldn't have been it was a cock-up but you know it's just a nice little thing to to get if you read on from the story more did it turn out they were actually Tory backbenchers, and it was actually the Spain. We're just like, now fuck off. No, don't think <laughs> so. I uh, look, I don't subscribe to any of these news websites, so I get to the bit where it says you've finished your free excerpt of the article, and I just <laughs> yeah, go, right, well, that'll do me. Wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm traveling on Friday. Um, um, yeah, I'm a bit stressed about it, but I'm sure it'll all be okay. Question mark. Oh, mate. Um, yeah, so good, have a good new year to you, sir. Yeah, it's a new year. It kind of actually, with this going on, Bill, kind of the, the notion of a new beginning or a new year is kind of makes a mockery of all of that, doesn't it? Because it's like, well, well, I, th- I th- I've shit. found <laughs> same shit new year, yeah, that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did find. Uh, on Instagram, uh, the the usual stream of like New Year, New Me stuff was replaced mm. by people saying, "Don't put pressure on yourself to." Ah, oh, that's good. Which I think we should do every year because I don't think it's helpful to be like, "Well, it's now January first, so everything that was happening to me before now, I need to somehow ignore or." Also, it assumes that like everything is someone's fault. Like you could just be like, okay, I can, I have the power and the responsibility to change everything about my life, which is not entirely true. Um, I would, I would say though, and this is just personally, I relish in a New Year resolution, and I relish in the, and God knows why, because it is just a date. But I look forward to like, cool, bang, this is what we're going to change as of next year. So I, I don't know, cause I, and I would say that I don't come at it from like a, it doesn't feel like I come at it from an unhealthy place. Yeah, um, obviously there are versions of it that are um, perfectly Have you made reasonable. a New Year's resolution, Ollie? Oh, uh, just fucking chill the fuck out, dude, and rock on, keep rocking in the free world, um, keep smashing it. Um, fuck you. Yeah. No, I haven't made a New Year's resolution. I genuinely think like it's enough to just be getting on at the moment and so I'm not setting any any targets because everything can change so quickly. What about you? You got any? Um I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. Um, uh, oh, I should say thinking about it in my nice and hot shower okay. because I've got oil. You've got oil, my man. So so yeah. did it uh, tell us well, okay, what do you want to do first? New Year's resolution? Or tell us about oil. New Year's resolution is easy. I would just like to see if I can get to the end of the year having practiced my meditation every day. Okay. And that to me is, it's like, a. do I think it will happen? No, but it's a nice thing to aim for. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't. But well, yeah. that sounds good. As as long as you're not going to punish yourself if you uh, break your streak, then... No, I won't. Um... But yeah, because it's for me. It's like a for me. Yeah. It's a, for me, it's a. It's one of those things where it's only twenty minutes a day, and still it's easy to you know not do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would like to do that because it feels nice when I do it. Yeah. Um. So that's it. But but um. In more exciting news, oil. So. <laughs> okay, so that's that then. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. So oil back to oil. <laughs> yeah. So they. Do you remember? Um, 
Last week I had to interrupt the emails, which I'm still sorry about, but I got a call about the oil. And then once we had hung up the phone call, um, I got my emergency delivery, which was eight 20 litre cardboard boxes of oil. So, um, it feels that, so strange to think about this is like you live in another time but they're cardboard boxes with like a wine bag like a bladder inside mm. um, and then it comes with this nozzle plastic nozzle you have to fit on and then take the top of your tank off and pour that in um, god I so love tech then I, I've got 160 i loved that bit that was good. yeah well this see. is what i'm saying the difference between you and i is that you enjoy your nozzles and bladders and yeah. things like that and get mucky get your hands mucky with oil whereas i prefer yeah. a smart meter yeah my smart meter failed me do you remember that you failed yourself smart? my friend you no! didn't calibrate your no! widget <laughs> calibrating, calibrating calibrating um so i've got 160 liters i don't want to boast but i've got 160 liters <laughs> is of... that good is that bad i don't know how long is that supposed well to no last? it's not great because the the tank holds a thousand. Oh my lord above. Yeah. 160 barely touches the sides. I don't know. That's how, actually then, pathetic. Ew it. And then yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, um, I missed a phone call from the official oil delivery. And so then missed my official delivery. This isn't interesting. I appreciate. Um, Ollie. Hey, what? Although, no, I'd like to ask you a question. Okay. It's... Far from ideal, the your experience of coming home and wait, are we done with not, oil? Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. It's, look, what, what do people? What do you want to know? I'm warm, and uh, fingers crossed, I get the official delivery. Okay, well, here's what I want to know: is is you know you were worried there might be a bubble issue, some sort of bigger problem. Oh yeah, there was. Boiler man had to come out. Okay, but it's been fixed. Yes. Yeah, all right yeah, so okay listen listen i didn't realize this was so such a touchy area we don't have to talk about your oil Hello. last it's week is that. all just... you want to fucking talk about and this week you're like oh god get over it i've got oil i'm no, warm i just don't want to bore our be- the gorgeous public i don't like the gorgeous public the have a high are... threshold for boredom just yeah jeff has a greases pole and fills his oil tank <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Ezra empties bladder into tank. <laughs> Oily bladder. Oily bladder. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you were going to ask me a question not related to oil. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question. Um, or just quickly, sorry. Yes, there was an airlock and the boiler man had to come out. And uh, that was the day after I filled the tank. And so, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I've learnt my lesson, hopefully, calculating, calculating. Calculating. Well, did did your man calibrate the widget for you, or is it still no. uncalibrated? It's uncalibrated. Well, well what the rely. fuck, man? You're just, just are you going to open the tank on... every time and eyeball it? Yes. No! This is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Tech will work for you if you put in the initial bit of work to establish the relationship with tech. Calculating. This is... Can I exp- tell you my experience with tech throughout my life? Okay. okay, yeah, from day one. Tech, tech will tear us apart <laughs> again. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah that doesn't sum it up i mean can i tell you my when i think about you and tech here's what i think about you were um a a late adopter of the smartphone i would say um and when when i first became friends with you at your mum's house you you had a a room in the basement and Mm. you had like a record player and also, oh no, upstairs in the kitchen you had stacks of CDs and mm. you would take out a CD, put it on the stereo and we would listen to a whole CD. And I remember thinking like, this is so quaint. Um, <laughs> but I was like patronizingly thinking like, this is so nice to do actually, just to sit and listen to some old school CDs. And this was, I mean, I'm not sure if Spotify was, a, well, yeah, it would have been around, but I was—I certainly wasn't using Spotify. I was just uh, uh, acquiring music online. And 
and like really bad compressed versions of <laughs> like low bit rate where you could hear someone's MSN messenger thing going off during the song. And so I would go to your house and hear like high fidelity CD <laughs> quality. <laughs> Not that I didn't have CDs at my house. I, I just didn't have the, I remember you would like specifically go and get CDs, you know, like when, if you, you get your paycheck from Serendipities and it'll be time to go pick up some CDs, mm. which yeah. I, I loved, but I also thought like, God, he's from another time. But it's more, I, I think there's, th th this is my, so say football, let's use football as an example. I imagine football is something I could very much get on board with and enjoy. If it weren't for the fact that the people that I see around me that love football, they're, it takes up so much of their brain capacity. They know about every player in every division, in every team and where they've come from and where they're going and da 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 And that is, it's similar to tech. It's like, it's never ending. It's a rabbit hole of like, what, you, and there's a very different, there's a um, ignorance in my mind where it's like, I can't really see that. I was terrified of using Pirate Bay or torrenting because I, I genuinely, I was like, well, is there a chance that the police are going to end up at my door? And how do I, I'd be caught red-handed. And then there's a, I'm not really able to see the difference between maybe sending a file to somebody and then Julian Assange. Like there's the, the everything that's between them. It's, it's, it's an intimidating place. So okay. I, I tend to just opt for straight and narrow. You know, people talk about hacking a lot. And I'm like, well, I don't want that to happen. Best just not get involved. Well, but you look, but you are involved, I'm afraid to say, that we're all involved in some way. But Julian Assange is not interested in the PAF basement tapes. Okay. No, I don't want to be extradited. I don't want to be in the. No, the you're embassy. you're not Julian Assange. Do you think that like the stuff you said, which are like memes of, uh, you know, various questionable <laughs> quality, up and down, up and down. You know, some are great, some are not so great. You think that the you know the U <laughs> the U.S. government is going to say, excuse me, Mr. Jeff Assange. Get out! You're next. Yeah, it's the. You're just intimidated oh. by it, which I understand. It is. I think. I just basically I go with it insofar as I think of it as a bit like magic. I don't understand it. I like. I couldn't tell you how the internet works. I couldn't tell you how we are speaking right now. Um, and actually, now whenever I stop and think about it, I do think like that's it is sort of magic. Um, but I just, yeah, I go along with it. I I want a bit of magic in my life. There's a few things. Let's let's get comfortable and dig into this a little bit. Okay, so finally, something... Jeff Ezra reveals all about <laughs> hatred of tech. Tech will tear us apart. <laughs> Jeff Assange. <laughs> so when I was 18 years old, I moved to Bristol, and I I didn't have a smartphone. I had like a like a burner phone. You had a Nokia. Um, yeah, you did have a drug dealer's phone, even yeah. though, I mean, no offense, okay. no offense, George, but I don't think you would hack it as a drug dealer on these streets. No, no. Um, so I had this burner phone and I met my manager, uh, Ryan, when I was 18 years old, living in Bristol. And there was a time where I came back to Hartford and I went out to a party and I stayed out for two or three days. I crashed at people's houses <laughs> and was just enjoying myself. And obviously my phone died, but I, at this point in my life, I didn't really need it, you know, I didn't think. This ended with my manager, when I finally charged my phone, my manager ringing me and he said, who on earth are you? I've been on the phone to your family. They didn't know where you were and didn't seem that fussed, <laughs> but they weren't very helpful. I rang your university uh, to, uh, so to find another contact for you. And they said, this is interesting. George seems to be the only student we've ever had that hasn't given us oh, details. For fuck's sake. But, 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 it, but it's because it, even 
I'm not a conspiracy. Oh, not like George, mate, you're big... not off the grid, okay? Not, <laughs> no, not no, giving no, no, a secondary no, 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 contact this... number to your uni doesn't <laughs> no, mean you're off no, the no, grid, no. my friend. No, no, no. I, 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 you're, te- you're saying exactly what I want to say. It's I, I haven't got it in me to be off grid, but, but, but there's like a romantic idea of like, oh, it's a, t- it's, it's completely. Uh, nonsensical. There's nothing to it other than like a little bit of <laughs> control almost. Yeah. I mean, and then after that debacle, he actually bought me a smartphone. Yeah, because he, he said, we're going to need to be able to fucking communicate, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so th- th- that's, I recognise that in myself now for, for many years. The The other thing is that I grew up, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people can relate to this, our parents' generation, they bought things and expected them to last. Mm-hmm. And they bought them and knew how to well, tinker at them. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've just inherited a, a workbench for a, for a garage that my granddad used and then my dad. And it's, it's a bit battered, but it's, it's there. It works. And that doesn't exist anymore. I've got a phone in my hand. Don't get me wrong. I'm on this thing a lot. But it costs an awful lot of money. And I'm resigned to the fact that in 12 months, I'll have to get another one. Well, I guess what you say is true. And I hadn't thought about it this way, that for you, your generation, it was, you know, you had to start (laughs) to rebuild after the blitz, you had to start getting out there and sweeping the bricks off and, and, and thinking about what what does the future look like. And so, yeah, you got a bicycle and if if a spoke broke, you replace the spoke, you know, you replace the gears, you build on it, you build, you build, build, build. And so it must be very confusing for a sweet old no. thing like you. <laughs> no, I, this is I'm tra- what I'm trying to say is I am caught between the two worlds because I don't have it in me to fix things. I haven't <laughs> got that. I'm not part of that generation, but equally, I'm not quite as comfortable. I still feel guilty every time. I, it's like, oh, I, I, I'll just get a new one. I do completely understand what you mean, and I I think although I'm less, uh, I I recognise a bit of that in myself. Because I also get incredibly frustrated with how disposable everything mm. is. Not just tech, but, but although I suppose tech, tech, by the way, I love that we call it tech. Um, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of it until now how fucking absurd that is. <laughs> but why is that absurd? Tech! <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love tech, but 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 yeah, like my laptop, for example. I mean, even comparing relatively recent tech to current tech, like my laptop, if I wanted to change anything about it, upgrade any of the components inside, then Apple would say, "Fuck you, my friend. You voided your warranty." Yeah, they'd go, "Can I just book you into the genius bar?" Okay, Ralph is going to talk to you. Ralph, this is Ollie. Ollie, this is Ralph. Ollie's mm-hmm. got a bit of a poorly computer. I'm sure Ralph can look after it. Da da da. Yeah. And then Ralph Next doesn't even look up from his little Poindexter thing, and he goes like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure, Ollie. Uh, can I get your email address? Sure. Okay, but fuck." Yeah. Next thing you know, I've bought. Three new laptops. And next thing you know, you've got a, you've got a uh, generator in your backpack and a microphone. Yeah, and I'm off. Tech, tech, or <laughs> Next thing I know, okay. I'm with you, <laughs> arm in arm. Uh, you're right, George. Tech. <laughs> and I just raise an eyebrow and I go, fucking told yeah, you. All right, join. And you, and I mean... Funnily enough, though, that microphone you're using, that generator, I mean, it's running on tech, my dear friend. Oh, no, it's running on oil. Oh, is it oil and gears and stuff? You've got an oil, (laughs) steam-powered fucking mic. Bellowing smoke into the genius Steam, Steampunk karaoke. (laughs) Fucking. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Oh, I do dream about going off-grid. I, I really do. I would absolutely hate it, but I would you? understand the romantic fascination, but I just know for myself uh, that I would not thrive. And also, well, George, think about it, because you've kind of flirted with going off-grid over the years. You go on, like, little trips. Remember, you went, you were on your own in Cornwall for a while, no car, um, yeah. pretty shit internet connection reception well, no, etc the, the other one was that the, the two weeks in the cabin without electricity fucking was, um... why do you do these things so but this is what i mean how were those experiences because the cornwall one i know that after it was really nice at first and after a while you wanted out yeah yeah i've just serious case of and <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Apologies, okay, so Molly. that stays in. No, no. So the cabin was owned and run by a very sweet couple that I think it was set up. It was in within kind of driving distance of London. Say so it was a two-hour drive of London. And it's set up for weekend breaks for couples, really. is That's their currency. And then I rang up and said, I'd like to book this place. For, it looks like 10 days are free. And then I said, it would just be me. And they essentially asked. Are you all right, okay? mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi, I'm everyone, just wondering, I, can I have a breakdown in between the dates of the 7th and 18th yeah. of January? Yeah. And just, just so I know, and don't read too much into this, would you be able to hear me scream? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and there's something here. It's 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 a holiday, isn't it? Because I know it's going to end at some point. So you yeah. can get your head into that. I've got my oh Ollie, that is that fat right Jay that now. was in your garden comeback. No, I've got in front of me my little battery powered digital radio that I took on that very trip. Ah, um, tech and oh, a bit of tech night, that's the, never let you down. <laughs> the other night. Um, between Christmas and New Year, you know, those, you know, and this is just, I found those days quite difficult this year, just kind of, yeah. Mm. Um, and one evening I was like, oh, go and put your radio on. You know, that's the radio you take away with you when you go away. And um, what an old friend the radio can be. I am with you 100%. But instead, of, yeah, and it, I've got into this habit of like sifting through podcasts to go like, oh, and no, that's the one I want to listen to, or or, and it's like, no, just stick it on, see what people are talking about. It's I, that, it's funny and yeah, informative. Hold I, tight. I hold hold tight, radio. Thanks for all your service. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think there's something about. I believe the annoying new phrase for it is uh, linear TV, which is basically non-streaming tv that and radio where decisions are made for you in terms of what's on and you tune to a certain frequency was on and stick with that and i find something very soothing about for example when i can't sleep sticking on late night radio and someone somewhere is talking softly into a microphone and saying Next up, we're going to talk to uh, I was about to say something very bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind that. But they're going to talk to interesting people. Um, mm. Or they're going to listen to jazz. Or they're going to do the shipping forecast. Um, all these things. Mm. It just, I think, something about the image of someone else out there through the waves. Like when radio was first becoming a thing, it must have been the same sort of magic oh. that I'm, well, more profound, but the magic of hearing a voice coming at you oh. from those. And I was wrestling with my um, sister's Sonos system the other day, and I was just thinking, I wish they had a radio. Because I was trying to play oh. the radio on the Sonos. And, through your phone. Yeah, through my phone. And it, and it just didn't work the way it should have. And I did feel a bit tech will tear us apart at that point. Because um, yeah. my dad has this crank up radio, like that you, you t- turn a little crank 
And mm. I think you do, I don't know, a minute of cranking and you get like 10 minutes of radio or something. But, wow, I like those. That's, that's I like those odds. odds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I always found that quite a fascinating concept. And I, I feel like I want to get my hands on that. Have that with here's, me wherever I go. Here's one for you. And he, I mean, he doesn't listen to the show, so he won't know that I've mentioned this. So let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> my dad... Uh, when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My dad. That's such a mischievous giggle. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. He had a hat with an aerial on the side that you could <laughs> kind of pull out. Of, what's it called? Like a microscopic aerial. Telescopic. This is the a second time during a podcast episode that you have said microscopic trying to find the word telescopic. <laughs> Okay, there's a telescopic aerial and a little headpiece that flipped down from the other side of the hat that went in your ears and had the dial on the hat and it would play him feeding radio straight into his ear. And (laughs) this picture... (laughs) He would wear it if he was mowing the lawn or if he was on the beach. He'd have this fucking... Calculated, calculated. You look like a bot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, oh my times, man. Do you reckon he? Did he ever like you? You were um, doing a school play, and you looked out in the audience and saw his antenna. That's got a baseball cap on. Hang on, he's receiving data, and you just, just see he's got a fat data. grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes glazed over. So calculating, calculating, receiving airwaves. <laughs> oh, oh man. okay. To be honest, though, I do absolutely want one of those now. Um, yes, and I'm I'm looking it up, and there's an article here about uh, the biggest the 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 must-have gift of, and I'm not suggesting that this is uh, the model your dad had, the must-have gift of 1949 (laughs) is the radio hat. Oh, man, it was so funny. And I knew it was funny. You know when something, oh, did I just think it was normal? Because as a kid, you just go along with the script you're given, don't you? Yeah, and then you you say something later on uh, uh, around other people and you realise, oh, Oh, is that weird? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that weird, that thing my dad did with the big radio hat? <laughs> I didn't know. Can I, I'm sending you a picture of this 1949 radio hat. Hopefully the tech had slimmed down a little bit by your, the time your dad got a hold of it. <laughs> calculating, calculating. Yeah, it wasn't quite. Well, I mean, quite I'm saying like like, that. yeah, it wasn't that bad. It felt like that. Maybe. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. I'm gonna say. Oh, let me send you another one. This this might be closer. Calculating. Yeah, I I do often. I I wonder if. Yeah, that yeah, was essentially it. Like his it. was his was green. Um, and it looked a bit more robust. That looks like a cheap version. Well, God, it's not cheap on eBay. I'll tell you that. 120 qu- quids. What the? Yeah, your dad should have kept a hold of it. Well, maybe he has. Maybe it's time to fucking cash in on his radio hat. Well, I think, you know, with the 90s were very much the um, heady days of coupons and vouchers, weren't uh, they? They really well, I have no idea. Own. I have no idea. I could not yeah. answer that with any kind of certainty. Well, the 90s that- were the heady days of coupons. <laughs> Absolutely not a clue. Well, I think in memory, again, I seem to remember a lot more coupons in, and, and it was still the days of catalogues, wasn't it? You, yeah. You'd look through the catalogue and I think then at the back it was, you know, you could chop bits out. And Well, I used I mean, to, um, God, this is a strange memory that I had forgotten until now, but I used to uh, wake up early before school, get a bowl of cereal and just sit with the Argos catalogue and go through <laughs> every page. And I didn't want anything. I was just like, oh, they sell that? Weird. And I was just yeah. going through all this shit. Yeah. Fucking weird. And those things, I, I don't know if they still exist, but they were huge. So many pages. How, how about this, right? So in the, the morning um, routine that you're talking about of getting a bowl of cereal, we had this TV that, 
um, it was about 20 centimeters mm-hmm. cubed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 30 centimeters cubed. Um, and it was cubed back then. They weren't flat screen, were they? And it was on this mm-hmm. quite um, intrusive bracket, as I remember. It was like a metal bracket that it sat on that was in the corner of the kitchen. And it was like, even by our standards, it was old at the time. Like it was like a relic. And I would sit and watch like Channel 4 as I was having breakfast. So it would be like... Everybody, Everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Uh, Frasier. Yeah, maybe Frasier. Yeah. Um, Pop World. And then... You know, oh, mate, what was the music one at the weekend? T4. That had, oh, fuck! Yeah, good. Oh, God, we're, we're, this is what we've become, nostalgia podcasters. <laughs> no, well, hold on. So this TV was old even for us. Mm-hmm. We, every time you turn it on, it was you were aware that it was old, right? Did it wheeze on? And my parents were renting it. So they, my parents (laughs) rented this TV. And at some point when I was about 14, 13, maybe a bit younger, my dad rang the company (laughs) that he rented it from to say, I just wanted to either renew the, or no, it wouldn't have been renew, but it was like, I just want to see how much credit I've got, whatever the the conversation was. And no one ever lied. The phone rang and was answered. And the guy was like, we've not rented TVs for 15 years. <laughs> well, this is what so, I was going to say. Was there a direct debit going out for this ancient yes. TV? Yeah, and it would have been like a pound a month or whatever. But they, the, the company, God bless their souls, very kindly said, that's yours, mate. You yeah, probably, you could you keep, probably you, paid you probably, three times Yeah, over. I was going to say, you could have got three of these small cube tvs oh god simpler times oh god tech, 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 tech. Tech. <laughs> my sister had this portable tv that was like this tiny little red guy uh that you could carry around but presumably like you couldn't like get any channels or anything i mean I don't understand yeah, I the what, purpose. Did it take cartridges? No. Like a cassette? No, it was definitely a, uh, like, you know, terrestrial, whatever the word is. Uh, it had an aerial. So I guess yeah. that's... Uh, but listen, we are young still. Um, just because we can remember these things doesn't mean that we're not relevant. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean that we I, don't I understand say- tech. I think that this will be true of every generation that comes. It's like there's a divide between you and the generation that comes after. But I think it's more pronounced in the kind of the pre and post tech divide. If you were born in a world where your parents had touchscreen phones and that's the world you come into, which actually people are quite old now and that's their... You know, if you were born in the year 2000... You're 21 now, and... Don't make me cry. Yeah, sorry. I don't necessarily need to do this, but but I'm probably looking too far into it. But I do, I do feel like there's a divide between... Oh, definitely. Remembering a world Well, before. internet. Because obvious, yeah. obviously, I mean, we were born into a world with internet, but it was not common, and it wasn't the way it is now. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. When you were born... Oh, no, sorry, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. Wait, I'm getting confused. I was born into a world with internet. You were born into a world that thought um, the, no, the, 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 the globe was flat. That protest too much. Like, I am a robot, actually, and this is the yeah. reason I point out other bots is because I'm tech, terrified of being caught out. Yeah, calculating. Um, do you remember the first thing you Googled, Ollie? Uh, n- no, do you? Well, I'm, I, my first memory of Googling was I was in the, I was in year six at school, at primary school, and we had a room full of computers and we, we had to make a PowerPoint and I Googled a particular skateboard deck <laughs> and I clicked on the image of it to load it up <laughs> and it took... Did it the do that thing where it was up, like just line by line? Yeah. But the weird thing was, now that I think about it, I wasn't disgruntled with it taking a long time. I was like, well, yeah, of course. Mm. But this, I want to see this thing. It could just take as long as you want. It's still coming out of thin air. Well, this is the thing that now I am so used to super speedy broadband. 
when I go to my mum's, the Wi-Fi is very bad there, and I find myself. I mean, the truth is, I f- I I see my dad in myself in those moments because I'm staring at my phone or my screen, and I'm so irrationally angry at <laughs> the fact that the YouTube video I was watching is buffering, and it's like so. I'm I feel so entitled to high-speed internet at all times, even though, as you say, it's fucking magic. It's yeah. out of thin air. But I was, I think, I mean, I was, I would say I was more tech literate than you from a young age because my brother was a techie guy and he showed me like, I, me and him would make little flash animations and... Uh, well, I was going to say, even before I knew you, I was aware of those the kind of cartoons, the, the I don't know what you would call it. Um, Com- comics. Comics that you would make and being very impressed by them. I mean, tech, tech, tech. I was uh, just using tech to express my creativity. But when you yeah. said year six, Googling, you made me remember quite a distressing thing, which was in year six, someone that you, a mutual friend or a mutual acquaintance. Okay, so another student broke their arm. And so they had to stay in at like break and lunch, I guess, to be safe. And so they were allowed to sit. <laughs> On the computer in yeah. that was outside our uh, classroom, and they were allowed to like invite three or four friends to sit with on the computer with them, basically. And we were unmonitored. And another person, this this is the mutual acquaintance, said, "Here, let me show you something." And oh, reached no. over and started playing this game, and I believe it was called Frank's Adventure. And the premise of the game <laughs> was that you, it sort of looked a bit like Pokemon. It was that kind of pixely, top-down, bird's-eye view. But you were like some kind of perv that went and took photos of, oh. of uh, scantily clad anime women. Oh, no! And so, in, picture this. However old you are in year six... People gathered around this screen. <laughs> and, you know, like someone keeping an eye out in case the teacher comes around the corner and sees that you're playing a fucking game. <laughs> Pixelated, animated, <laughs> naked, half-dressed women. And, and the thing is, like, I mean, I don't remember finding anything uh, scintillating about it, but it was just the... Uh, the forbidden element because it was dangerous it was like tee hee hee we're playing Frank's Adventure and then there was Frank's Adventure 2 Frank's Adventure 3 hey listeners let us know if you too played Frank's Adventure (laughs) I um you've just made me think Ollie that any innocence that you have long gone it doesn't but it doesn't peter away does it it gets fucking decimated in one hit (laughs) innocence is like in memory it's like it just gets kind of ripped away from you well I will always remember Frank's adventure as being this sort of early moment when I realised well the the world is actually quite a seedy place oh Ollie see this you can't plan for it you can't expect it but when you just take a trip down memory lane it goodness gracious me it hits the spot doesn't it but just quickly, just to flip this this on its head, um, how often do you wonder whether or not we will see again a time where the internet crashes for at least a year? Do you think that's realistic? You mean no internet for a year? No te- tech, yeah, no internet for a year. Oh, I mean, I don't think... Ever, so many things rely on internet that I imagine... The infrastructure around it is so protected and maintained. I mean, obviously, if there's some terrible nuclear apocalypse, then yeah, internet go bye-bye. But isn't it like... And now, right, I might be making this up. (laughs) I'm about to say a sentence that I don't have a lot of faith in. But I think the internet lives underwater, (laughs) under the ocean. This right, that statement is the kind of statement I would not fact check and run to the fucking hills with. Because well, it sounds good, that. doesn't it? It is remarkable to think all of this is housed it's, underwater. Okay, it is sort it is sort of true. There's all these undersea so it's an cables. Aquatic being. Well, no, okay. It's not um a being, certainly not a being. Um 
But it is straight. We say well, he's like being very helpful at times. That's very nice, George. That's a nice. <laughs> that's a nice, nice bit of fun. That, but that is not the same thing as being a being. Um, look, I can't oh. imagine that uh, we would be al- allowed to get into a place where there's no internet for a year. Not because of you and I going on Frank's adventure in our spare time, but like you know, important services rely on internet. So, but as this unprecedented year has shown, anything can happen. Things that you'd be like, oh, nah, there wouldn't be a year where we're basically stuck inside. Um, Imagine we didn't have internet during that, though. Shibber, ding, ding, ding. Well, that's it. I have asked my dad. I remember once on a Boxing Day walk, say six years ago, I asked him, six years ago, the world is better before you know pre or post internet and he took his time he dialed in his radio hat ding, and ding, said ding. sorry son didn't do you know let me just turn this down sorry was you, were you trying <laughs> what to talk were you to saying me? so you're on a <laughs> boxing day walk in silence <laughs> i said oh sorry to interrupt um and then i heard system system shut calculating calculating can i ask a question Calculating said, fatherly fire, advice. Fire away, fire away. <laughs> fire away, <laughs> kid. <laughs> Hit me, kid. You are a great kid. And I said, oh, thanks. Ruffle um, hair. Think... <laughs> I said, do you think the world is better pre or post internet? And he went, <laughs> um, And he took his time. Um, on the question and said it's better post internet it's better with the internet and and this I was touring at this point and he was just like imagine you going away for 18 months and us not being able to yeah. talk as freely as we can yeah um, and whenever I ask well like people say things like oh well we we didn't have Google Maps and we survived and it's like yeah you survived but you got fucking lost all the thrive. time yeah and you didn't thrive my dear friends <laughs> Um, so like things like being able to contact someone in real time, not having to be like, be at this place at this time. And if something happens, there is no way of telling me, uh, there is no way of changing plans. So I guess we won't see but, each other. But, but saying that the, the days of summers spent down in Hartham and I wouldn't, te- I wouldn't have a phone to text anyone. If I had a phone, it was like to top it up with credit. Mm. Um, in fact, I remember when I was in year seven, I, I had a girlfriend in year seven and she said, Show you off. need to get a phone so we can text each other. Right? Yeah. And so I was like, I saved up some pocket money. I remember I went to Stevenage Phones for You and bought an, a little <laughs> red phone. And they're like, you need to top it up. And I was like, nobody fucking told me about this. So then I you know, put on a tenner or whatever it was I had. Um, and then, well, one night of heavy the texting. Same evening, yeah. yeah, the same evening, it was like insufficient funds or whatever it said. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "This is a fucking what? We could have just waited. To, I've just spent however much of my pocket money." <laughs> you really now- <laughs> are from a different time, <laughs> my dear friend. But the the thing is, I know what you're saying. That you, you back in the day, you could stroll down Hartham and you knew everyone, and there would be someone out, and it would be fine. Yeah. But yeah, true. But now, if you were young, you would just be able to do that and, worst case scenario, phone a friend. No, but I think, and this is a... You're going to sound like an old man now. You're going to say, people don't do that anymore because they're all on their bloody phones. But I don't... I'm only thinking about this in real time. This isn't something I'm hung up on. But I want... There was less... (laughs) That was your option, really. Like... Yeah, that's and now you got more options, better. But you do less. I do less because there's too many options. You do less because you're a grown man now, and you're looking back at a time when you were young <laughs> and thinking, "Oh, it's weird how it was different. It was oh, probably tech. And the speed it's probably hit tech." <laughs> and that pasty base. Oh, that pasty base hit different. <laughs> Um, Ollie, I'm going to have to ask that we swerve emails this week. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Well, can I do one extremely quick two-line one? Yeah, absolutely, of course. Um, 
And the reason we're swerving emails, dear listeners, is just because we've been, or we've been recording for a long time now. So we 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 will do your emails next week. But just quickly, oh, uh, sorry, uh, messenger boy, come here, etc. Email for you, my lord. This email just come in, my lord. Just quickly, this email from Francesca says, "Hi, George and Ollie. Lila is my cousin." She is obsessed with George. She has a home screen for you. About one million photos. She has loads of posters and calendar around her room of you. This is the bit that I want you to listen to, George. She sends me your podcasts every week. At first I thought they were boring, but I'm starting to like them. (laughs) End of email. So we're winning people over. Pure attritional warfare here. We just dug our heels in and Lila, God, the third host is really doing a lot to promote the show. Week after week. Listen to this. It's two old men <laughs> complete, yeah, who, who live lives that are unrecognizable to us. Poor Francesco be listening to this stuff about fucking a radio hat and thinking, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love it. So, yeah, thanks, Francesca. So glad they're less boring. (laughs) (laughs) They fucking are, probably. Yeah, well, listen, if you've made it this far, Francesca, then it's your own fault. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The blame, the blame lands in your lap. Yeah, that you had every opportunity to press stop. Um, okay, well, George, it's been absolutely <laughs> wonderful to speak to you this week. I feel, oh, I feel energized, energized, and a thousand times more positive than I was this morning because, yeah. even though I won't be able to see you anytime soon, even though we're going to be locked up, all that stuff, I know I can still phone my dear friend and have a wonderful oh. conversation and laugh my little tits off jiggle 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 they go <laughs> i've loved it man i woke up today so negatory slow. negatory yeah. vibes stockpile dwindling yeah. um and just like that the world moves in cycles and once again the jay has returned to my garden oh beautiful as if to tell me it's time to walk away from that tech and come outside and play are you going to go for um, a for a, a stroll in your in the countryside you are allowed to do that i should say oh fuck yeah that's what i will be spending my time doing good that sounds good i'm very pleased and uh, yeah. i'm i'm glad that this lockdown you are in your current situation and not in your you know flat in the middle of london on yes. your own um yes. okay well enjoy say hi to the j from me yeah. uh if you see a cheeky squirrel clambering up your icy margarini pole <laughs> give it a big boot from me um and I'll oh. speak to you. Oh, wait, no, we've got loads to do. Sorry, 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 sorry. If you want to email, because we do normally do emails. If this is your first episode, firstly, what the fuck's wrong with you? You should have turned this off, man. Um, <laughs> secondly, yeah, we do normally do emails. If you guys want to get in touch, and please do. George, how on earth would they do that? Contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. That's the email. Do wear it out. We want to hear from you. And follow us on at Phone a Friend Pod. I'm going to put up some images now without any context of uh, the radio hat. And uh, it will make a lot of sense next week when people get this episode this week for you when you're listening. Quite confusing. Um, and rate us. Share with your friends. Be, be like Lila. Choose a friend and just wear yeah. them down week by week by week. And they might be yeah. saying, this is boring. I don't care. Um, I don't want to listen to this. These men are so yeah. old, particularly one of them. <laughs> but keep going. That it will change their mind. Um, okay, George, my dearest friend, I'll speak to you yeah. next week. All right, guys. Thank you, Ollie. And um, yeah, thank you for today. Speak to you later. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye.
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.